The views expressed by Paul during this podcast are his alone and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or positions of his employer. The views expressed by Jason. Wait, dude, really? This is what you want me to read? Okay. The views expressed by Jason are his alone and frequently do not necessarily reflect reality. His opinions are often annoying, scattershot in their application, and can resemble more of a Virginia Woolf short story than a cohesive argument. He is currently undergoing therapy and rewatching Westworld Season 3 to resolve his storytelling issues. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 and a half of F-Size, the consistently and thoroughly award-lacking cybersecurity podcast that covers the human side of cybersecurity, technology, business, and what you know what, to be honest, just life in general. <laughs> That's right. Instead of covering trends, threats, and best practices, we discuss the human side of cybersecurity. That's things like leadership, strategy, collaboration, all the stuff that moves the metaphorical elephant. And if you don't know what metaphorical elephant is, look it up. Great. As my as my full-time normal <laughs> co-host, Paul, is missing in action, I'm blessed to have the awesome Erica McKellar co-host joining us. Thank you, Erica. Um, I stated in the previous episode, I was going to try to guess what Paul's do, what, what he's doing to pull him away from the show. Um, this time, I'm going with, I believe, Paul is running a tabletop exercise that he got pulled into the middle of it like Jumanji. So he's currently on his second life because he only get three, and he's battling hackers to get his way out. On today's episode, exercise sounds questionable, but okay. (laughs) They're they're very valid exercises. They're like playing war games. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure, and they're very critical for cybersecurity. So actually, they're and they're they're pretty typical and popular. But when you when you combine it with Jumanji, that's where you get the fun, exciting thing because you get wild animals chasing you, (laughs) which never never happens in a real tabletop. As you can tell, I don't have a cybersecurity background. So (laughs) (laughs) correct. Uh, Thank goodness. Which is why you're an exciting co-host to have. Um, Thank you, today's episode is not about tabletop exercise or the game Jumanji. We're yeah. actually, today we're going to talk about mentorships. Did I say shits? I said shits. Mentorships. But sometimes some people might call them mentorships. Um, I've also <laughs> called heard them called wisdom exchange programs or <laughs> skill swap meets. Wisdom exchange sounds like Harry Potter or something. <laughs> It does. It does. That's hilarious. That was just a big uh, school of mentorships, right? All right. Um, so let's just let's get into it, Erica. Let's do I, it. Just, right off, right off the bat, your opinion: Do mentorships, mentorships work? When executed well, they absolutely work. That's my opinion, makes, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> what makes it all right? That that's a loaded question. When done well. Like anything when done well works. What um what would a mentorship program that's done well look like? You know, I think that the traditional mentoring programs that a lot of organizations have tried to implement, um, I think they just are a little outdated. Um, there's so many different types of uh, you know mentor mentee relationships and. I was even reading a LinkedIn article the other day that was talking about things like, oh, you need a promoter, you know, in your in your court. You need, you know, different types of people to to help you. So I think that when we're talking about mentorship, I think we need to really expand the pie. Really? So you were in favor. So I actually I heard that and I'm like, wow, I need to form a team now of mentor mentorships. Um, (laughs) You're saying in favor of that, that it's not just like a single thing, but it's multiple people in your yeah, I mean, group or crew? Yeah, exactly. If you want to succeed in your 
career, you know, you need to have different kinds of people um, on your team. And, you know, that could be someone that's, you know, in the same field as you, uh, maybe a few years ahead, you know, they've gone through it, they know what's going on, they can give you that kind of mentorship. Or there can also be like the more traditional mentorship where you're, you know, trying to get into a specific position or level, and you're, you know, following somebody who's who's in that level. So there are different ways to do it. W- wouldn't that just be <laughs> building relationships at work with pe- with peers and people above you and below you? Like, for example, let me go to, I, I, I know, I think we worked together with one of your mentors in your career. Um, her name was Jenna. And I think she became a mentor of yours. Is that, is that accurate? Oh, yeah. Jenna, she has been a mentor yeah, okay, for great. over 20 years. And it's so something that if you might really ask, developed naturally. I'm going exactly with that. It wasn't like, okay, you know, the company has started this mentorship program. Erica, you're paired with Jenna. Jenna, you're paired with Erica. Go be best friends or become friends <laughs> and become this great mentor relationship. It, you just became co- working relationship with her and developed this relationship that became a mentorship, right? Well, it was really... I think it was just driven too by our personalities. You know, I'm one that when I, when I'm, you know, admire someone or I think that they have, you know, a job that I might want to work up to, um, I will reach out and I will ask them for advice. I will, you know, take them out for coffee. I will, you know, shadow them at work. And I think that that's just kind of part of who I am, but not everyone feels comfortable doing that. So sometimes you have to set up metrics um, or, you know, structure around mentoring programs to actually get more people to participate in a good way. Wow. This is, uh, this is interesting. So, uh, meaning I have a lot, I have a lot to say who would have guessed about this. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go with, I prefer the natural approach that you just described where as an individual, if I'm looking for someone to be a mentor or, or there's somebody who, like you said, I respect their career growth. I respect what they're doing. That is an awesome idea to go, Hey, can we grab coffee? I just love to pick your brain about stuff and build it naturally like that. And I think the other piece too, that. So I guess what I guess I'm coming on the side of I'm not a fan of formal mentorship programs, but the way you described it is sort of an informal way of approaching it. I'm a huge fan of. And I think you you nailed something that the formal ones don't do is that personality fit is you're kind of like you're yeah. in charge of who I really feel like that's a person that I could fit personally with or the personality is going to fit that I'm looking for too. that formal programs don't really accommodate for. Could I refute that a little bit? Yeah. Debate on this podcast, never. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about this. You know, you're, you're naturally inclined to gravitate towards people like you, right? Who have, you know, similar attitudes and, you know, beliefs and and things that are, you know, uh, Uh, that you can relate to. I see where you're going with this. Okay. Yes, you have a. Very okay. valid. So Go. <laughs> if you leave it to nature mm-hmm. to do this, you end up with True. really, you know, outgoing people who know what they want, who are good at building relationships. They end up in these types of relationships and then everybody else gets left out. And Jason, you and I are both those type of people. So it's easy for us to say, just let it happen naturally. But I mean, put a couple of like, I don't know, <laughs> not to be stereotypical, but put a few engineers in a room and, you know, you're probably going to have a lot of 
radio silence. No, that you know what that 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 is a, is <laughs> I, I I agree with that argument. Yeah, and and it is. I'm going to gravitate towards you, you nailed it. People that are outgrowing, egregious, maybe a leader in a field that that. I only think I would be interested in, but maybe I'm not looking at someone from a different department or, you know, yeah. and I'll go with somebody who's not as homogenized as me. Maybe I'm only looking for white male security nerds or white male IT nerds where maybe I need, you know, um, a black woman as as an example of somebody to give me a different perspective of something of of mentorship that I've never thought of before. And that's, something you know, that growth is always uncomfortable. Okay, so like being in a room with somebody, getting to know them when they're nothing like you. I mean, yeah, it can be painful, but you know what? Like you end up becoming a different person after, in my opinion. I always do. Okay. So, so when they work, what does, what, what in your experience, your mentorship programs that have worked, what are some of the characteristics of those? What does that look like? Um, okay. So, I've already talked a little bit about my informal mentorship. Obviously that was, you know, Jenna, I love you. Um, you've been someone I've looked up to on how to, you know, balance work in life. And I've looked up to her, like I said, because she's, I, I feel like we have a lot in common. So I, you know, I can relate to her and her actions and, you know, I can, I can say, yeah, I can do that and be brave and, and try different things. So that's the informal, but then the formal that experience that I had, I was um, paired up with a, uh, a graduate student who was a, a year ahead of me. Um, he was a brilliant guy. He was like a law school and a conflict resolution master's program. He did the double. He was a brilliant guy, but we literally like on the surface couldn't have been more, you know, different. Um, you know, he was, went to a private school on the East coast. He was like a rower. Like it was just, didn't seem like it would jive, but we ended up <laughs> it's so random. Best and he rode. I mean, talk, talk about, I mean, opposites. I don't know. I don't know preppy guys that like wear sweaters <laughs> around their neck. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> rowing. What, you know, it's so East coast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You just see the like white shoes and the like Ralph Lauren. And I don't know, maybe I'm being stereotypical, but it's yeah. yeah anyway. A little bit, I think. Cause he rode. He's obviously, he's one of the Winklevoss and, twins. Was it honestly, one of the Winklevoss twins? It, <laughs> it's honestly a really hard sport. I know that I could never do it. So no disrespect, I promise. Right. <laughs> uh, but we, anyway, I'm just saying that that relationship, I grew so much as a person. Yeah. He challenged me in ways that like no one had ever challenged me and got me to think about things that were super uncomfortable. And it really, I actually like, he made me cry a few times and it was like the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, so you've had yeah. formal programs. I, I've been through a couple formal programs. Um, and to be honest, I've, I've never been a mentee. Is that the right term? Yeah. I've never been a mentee in a formal program, but I've been a mentor yeah. in a formal program. And I've just, even as a mentor, I've never been really satisfied with the way that they're structured or the outcome. Um, cause it feels mm. very forced. Yeah. It's just, so it's, and what is, what would it, what would a, what would a program look like if we could maybe wave a magic wand and have it look exactly the way you wanted to get the most out of it? Describe that for me. Man, that is a great question. Uh, let me ask you back just one as the mentee or the mentor. You can't do that. <laughs> no, I want to ask, no, which no I, there's back. two perspectives to look at it. No, no, no. There's a way to look at it. Am I looking at it? To, I can answer that question as the mentee or as the mentor. How would you like me to answer that? What As you look for who in a you are today, right. everything you've gone through, all of your same experiences, Jason, today, right now. 
Right, but as the mentor in that as relationship mentor, program, yeah, because you're not a as mentee the mentor. The moment, okay. Right? Yeah, what I would like, okay. um, I would like more of a less formal way of doing it. I'd like mm-hmm. someone to manage the scheduling for it because okay. it's a nightmare of having to manage one. calendars. Uh, where it's just set time, set everybody agrees to this, and I can just mark my calendar and not have to worry about it. Instead, I have to go track down people's schedules to to do this. Um, Such a pain in the ass, yeah. And I, I would like it not to be tied to anything that the company has. <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> so, a formal it, mentoring program that has no ties to a company. <laughs> some of them will will be will force the company values or the company culture stuff that they try to try to say this is what we're about and this is how oh, we do God. make sure okay. that you tie into these things. And I'm just not a company man like that. What I can share is my professional experience and how I approach leadership and people and management and organizational development. And you know what? Those things should all be related to the company values. So there you go. Like anytime that stuff is forced, I agree with you. I think it's garbage. People can sniff a fake a mile away. So so if you really have people that are the right people working for you, their values will, will be your values and you won't have to like work that in. Yeah. Um, Probably should sign an NDA maybe <laughs> for some of the things I might say because I'm pretty blunt and open. And that's always been a challenge for me is how do you how do you toe the company line and yet be blunt and open and honest about, you know, look, here, here's how life really works. That's what I want to say. Like, you know, one of my things is I've never been a company man. I, I think companies are, you know, they're about protecting shareholder value. So they will cut you in a heartbeat as soon yeah, as the numbers are sure. So this whole idea that we're a family, I don't prescribe to that, but I absolutely believe the company is made up of people and the company wouldn't survive without us, without the employees, yeah. which is why it's yeah. my number one priority is my team. So things like that just sometimes don't For jive sure. with formal mentorship programs at company. So like, what did you say to that person? <laughs> did you say they should leave? Yeah, for your career. Like, that's another tip for career development. I tell everybody I mentor, I'm like, look, sometimes the biggest jumps I've made in my career is when I've left the company. And if we can't provide a role for you, you know, things like that. So I think that would be one. Um, I don't know. You know, you're supposed to come into with not having, you know, having answers or come to me with solutions, not problems. But to be honest, I just think mentor shits programs or problems more than they are, more than I have a solution to solve them. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. For some of the problems I mentioned, I would agree with you, honestly. What would you do? Yeah. So I do, because I think that we're kind of like the workplace, like we're looking at it in, in a way that we've outgrown, you know? I mean, we don't live and work and operate the way we used to. So we can't continue to have, you know, formal programs that fit that bill. So I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that we need to get a little creative, step outside the box. Um, provide opportunities for people to get together in person, if at all possible, like spend the money to do it at least once in a while. Cause I think it's that valuable. Um, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just like keep getting new programs and new software and new ways to like communicate, like get your people fucking together, excuse me, like once or twice a year <laughs> and like have them talk and sit down and get to know each other. Yeah. So anyway, those are, that's my perspective is that we just need to get more creative with it. Um, I also think that uh, we need to stop just 
including employees and managers, because so many people are consultants these days, come in for like special huh. projects. I think there needs to be some consideration there. And again, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just, I'm seeing this right now um, in the workplace because everyone wants flexibility. And a lot of times with that comes that you're your own boss, which is awesome. And I'm glad people are doing that. But, you know, yeah, that's tough. Uh, when I when I went to that contractor thing, then I, it made me think, well, we're we going to pay them for it. And like you have to. But sometimes mentorship programs are also it's a resource drain right on both yeah. the mentor and the mentee, yeah. probably more in the mentor because the mentee is the one that should be getting the benefit out of it. Um, that's not tough necessarily. Too, like, you know, no, here, let me let me uh, let me give you an argument against that. Yeah. So and this is just a super simple argument and you could you probably have something to say about it, but. Think about it, thinking about it, every study about um, retaining information, right? And, and how much you actually understand the information, like every single study out there says when you teach it, that's when you know it the best. Oh, that's yeah. when you're an expert. And how is that not a benefit to a mentor? Fair. This is like two you've gotten me on. You absolutely agree. Yes. Yes. The, the, just the repetition yes. through through explaining and teaching and sharing what you believe will reinforce, both reinforce your belief system and you just get to know it better. So yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. There, there is, it's not like there's no, be you're right. There is not zero benefit for mentors. I would say yeah. it's heavily weighted towards the mentee, but yeah, there's benefits being a mentor. <laughs> but then it's like the pay it forward, right? It's like, where, you know, like you remember the time when someone did that for you and then you do that for them. And it's like, what's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you don't get immediate reward, right? Yeah. Karma, something like that. Yeah. You know, so this is something that happens in mentor, mentorship pr programs too, that I, that I get frustrated with is they, they have, what's the expected outcome? Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Anytime you engage in something, okay, what's the goal? What are we trying to accomplish with this program? And I have a hard time with that because the, the, what they're trying to accomplish is, oh, I want to, I want to get better at my ability to, um, manage upwards. And that, that's, I've seen that. I've had a mentee come to me with that. And I'm like, well, I may not be your best person to be your mentor. A. <laughs> that's B, a weird like, thing to say, that by is, the way. Oh, really? Oh, I don't think so. I think that's a, that's a, a, that actually makes makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. They they may have a good time managing down, but they can't manage up because you got to manage the three ways, right? You got to manage down, be able to lead people. You have to manage your peer relationships well, and then you have to be able to manage your managers. Like, how do you build those relationships up? And it takes all three to be. I just think those walls are breaking down now. I think it's much more gray than that. There are so many people sort of in between the spectrum, and there's so many like dotted lines everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, I, I still disagree. I think rank and hierarchy play such a pivotal role in, and now I'm going to pivot to American corporate culture. <laughs> Maybe Erica, if you listeners don't know, Erica is based out of Stockholm, Sweden. So Stockholm, she has a Sweden, European yeah, perspective on business. Flat hierarchy <laughs> is the, is the jam. Oh yeah. No, it's still a uh, rule. You know, when the CEO asks you to do something, you're going to do it. It's not because, Hey, I mean, you're a really cool dude and I'll do it because you're too. awesome. No, it's yeah. your CEO. So, yeah. um, but uh, it, it, that formal outcome-driven thing is really frustrating for me because yeah. nobody's going to solve these problems that no. most mentees or these issues mentees come in. They, I'm like one little piece of maybe this much of their life experience. And people need to experience. just adjust their expectations. That's a thing. It's like, yes. you know, building a relationship. And, and this is – I remember we talked about this um, in the past, Jason, is that 
When you go into it, either as a mentor or a mentee, think of that as a relationship that you are going to have. Like just, just go into it with the mindset that that's a relationship you'll have for the rest of your professional career. In that case, you'll take it so much more seriously. Your expectations won't be that in three months, you'll learn how to be a X, Y, Z or whatever that they'll, you know, help you come to the top. It's like go long term and then see where that goes. Man, um, I, I think in that that is a great dream to have. <laughs> I don't think that's realistic, especially for the ones that the companies Why are not? putting on you, you know, because the company's building LinkedIn? a six month program. Come on, like how long does it take? Hey, what's up? You know, I just connected with a mentor that I had eight years ago and we just had a chat online. She now lives in Spain. I had no idea. And look, we might even do a project together. So, you know, it doesn't have to be every single day or even month, you know, you could go a few years without speaking, but I'm just saying when chick, when push comes to shove, they're going to be there for you. And I think that's a good attitude to have. Let me, let me counter that with, they may be there for you and they can be there for you. And it is but right. It, like you said, it is you right to have that in, attitude going into it. But if you have that attitude going you, in, then you're, you're not going to yeah, succeed. You're right. the, so Absolutely. just go into you, it with that. It will correct. be. Yeah. And then, you know what, if yeah. it doesn't, then let it go. Yep. No, that's, that's another, that's three. Three great <laughs> things you changed my mind about. Or, no, you changed my you you, you changed the, the way that I would think about something. So these are great. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's let's close out by talking about what are let's if we can, and this is putting us both on the spot because I'm not prepared. Uh, what are the okay. three things we should do better with mentorship programs? Three things. Um, okay, you go first. Three three things. You want to just do two? How many you got? I can come up. Uh. with I got to um, pick up my kid in like five minutes. So, um, okay. One hmm. should one, uh, number one, they should be less formal. <sighs> less Go formal. within formal. Check. I agree. Next one. Okay. Uh, y- have you got one? Um, go again. Brain. No. Okay. Not working. Number two should be <sighs> the company sh- should support the management and scheduling and the, the lot logistics of them. Cause it's too much of a burden on employees to go, okay, go get together and build a curriculum and build this. And like, no, the company as much as they can should offer and provide that support if you want it. But, and it shouldn't be that hard because it's informal. It should be informal. It should be, Hey, just get to get, get them in a room, get in a room uh, and yes. start talking. That's number it. three, get your people in front of each other face to face, like at least once or twice a year. Like that you, is are you totally sp- speaking cool. specifically for the mentorship program or just outside of that, get your team together? Well, I mean, I, they should be or getting both. together anyway, but, you know, make it an effort, a big effort. I think that, you know, getting, letting people get to know each other um, in a, like a non-work environment, you know, more uh, supportive and fun and, and learning, oh, yeah, learning focused. Okay. So like a mentorship, like going out to lunch kind of thing, like get them out of the office. For the I mean, mentor and the mentee. it could look anyway. Just get your people together, like doing, you know, fun, creative things together and they will, you know, naturally gravitate, I think. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, there's three tips. Um, <laughs> Erica, you, you may have changed my mind about what I believe were mentor shit programs. I believe I will now stop calling them that. <laughs> you know what we should do we should start like a mentoring uh mentorship consultant company and just crush it because no one's doing that that is true write that down <laughs> that's a good tip okay everybody uh all right thank you very much for uh, joining us in this episode and hope to hear you the next time thanks erica as always thanks, pleasure it's the elephant